Welcome to Cosmic Channels. Open minds on cosmic lines. To call in to future episodes, the number is 1-833-703-0424. The show is recorded live the second and fourth Sunday of every month. Please subscribe to Alien Theorist Theorizing on YouTube to watch it live or patreon.com slash alien theorists podcast to watch on demand. The cosmic channels are open. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. All right, Super Bowl Sunday Cosmic Channels. Yeah, not watching the Super Bowl on another team. <laughs> no one's watching football today. Everyone at home is tuning in to Cosmic Channels instead. Yeah. The most watched television program is it, on Sunday. Superb Owl? Like, this is some Bohemian Grove thing you guys are talking about? The what? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Oh. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) Goddess. Check one. All right. I think we have a caller on the line. They've been hanging on there as we get shit started. Let's bring them on. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hey, you guys. This is Bella. Hey, Bella. Hey, Bella. What's going on? Nothing much, brothers. I haven't called for a hot minute here, and I just want to give a shout-out to my brother, Henry, the weird-ass, I don't know, he's like a mad scientist. He always calls you guys with these <laughs> fucking cryptic-ass, like, you know, uh, theories about space and time and the universe. He's a bit of a mad scientist in the family, and he said he was going to beat me to this call, and look at me now. Yeah. <laughs> suck, it, suck it, Henry. Come on, Henry. Get, get, get to it. <laughs> He was like, he. Was, I literally called him to talk about the new Lord of the Rings show, the trailer from Amazon. And he's like, I've got to go. I can't talk to you about it right now. Like, it looks amazing, but I've got to call it a cosmic channel. So I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I'm going to beat you to it. <laughs> awesome. Well, what do you got for us? Okay. So I don't know if you guys have a theme tonight. Do you have a theme or am I good to just run? You're good, oh, yeah, to, just good run. to run. All right, you guys. Uh, I want to preface this by saying that my dad is a huge Bengals fan. So <laughs> let's cross our fingers, dot our I's, cross our T's, all that good stuff. Because if they win tonight, he's going to be good for a while. So I'm going to start there. And then secondly, I want to talk about, obviously, we have a lot of uh paranormal experiences in our family or Mexican Italian big brood and uh, very superstitious on the whole right so uh, I've talked to you guys oh, several years ago about some of the experiences that we've had in my mom's house and this is a good one that I haven't talked about before and I'm willing to share so we're awesome. going to go from there sound good sounds great oh yeah all right So uh, one night, my mom and my sister and I were sitting at the bar in our kitchen. It's a pretty, you know, it's a good-sized kitchen. We're all chilling. We start arguing about some 
kind of nonsense, you know, nothing too, nothing too uh, important. Just, you know, two teenagers and a mom kind of going at it. And, uh, you know, my grandfather, who was a Mexican immigrant, he worked hard his entire life, worshipped the ground he walked on. Uh, we were recently, you know, still pretty fresh off his passing. So we were all pretty ripe when it comes to that kind of stuff. And uh, uh, next thing you know, we hear a big bang in the attic. And it shut us all up. You know, we were all arguing over some piddly nonsense. It wasn't anything really important. And it shut us up and we called our uncle, who was my mom's brother. He said, hey, uh, you know, there's some crazy ass shit going on in the attic. And we were all convinced, you know, there's three of us. None of us had been drinking. You know, two of us are minors. And my mom was just, you know, we were all just grieving at that point. Called my uncle and we were all convinced that someone was up in the attic. Like there, I guess the only thing I could explain it as is like a, a pool ball, you know, like that kind of weight hitting the ground boom, boom, boom. and then okay. running the distance of the attic. But what was weird about it was we followed it through the house at the, at the bottom level. Cause it's only a single level house. We followed it all the way down. And my mom was like, you know, the, the floorboards in the attic, cause it wasn't a complete attic. She was like, they stop here. So we shouldn't be hearing it down this far through the house. Cause that's all like, you know, insulation. Right. That's not a finished portion portion of the attic. And so we freaked the fuck out, obviously. My brother Henry was asleep at the time, you know, because he sleeps through the best of our experiences, historically speaking. My uncle comes over. He's got this giant fucking crucifix because <laughs> we're, you know, Catholic. It's the Mexican side. He goes up in the attic. He starts <laughs> screaming like he's from the exorcist. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. That's what you, you do. We're all free. I Checks mean, like, out. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't fucking go up there. Like, what? I mean, like, what are we going to do? We're going to do a home exorcist. Like, what else do you do? You know what I mean? We're, yeah. we're, we're, uh, I mean, we're desperate. We're not going to call priests, but, you know, we got relatives with big ass crucifixes. We're going to put them to use. You know what I mean? And so then he comes down and he's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it was ice cold up there and something felt off. And we were all like, you know, we were hearing that it wasn't like a single drop and like a roll. Like he lived about half an hour away. Right. So the entire time, you know, when we phoned in for a favor to get his ass down there, because at that point my parents were split up. So it was just my single mom caring for three kids. We were hearing it the entire time. It did not stop. And just as we thought it would stop, it started rolling again. Oh. And like, 
later, you know, my mom got an exterminator. She tried looking for rats. You know, we did everything that was rational to try to figure out what was going on. Nothing. We, there was no sign of any rodents. We had some croquet, like, cues up there and some, I don't know, some croquet balls. But they were, like, boxed up. So they were all, like... Like, that was the first thing my mom went to was like, oh, maybe the croquet balls, like, ended up falling out or whatever. Nope. They were all boxed up. They were all in their cage, inside the box. No explanation. The ghosts are playing croquet, then they... They are. Uh, yeah, they were nice enough to put their equipment away. Yeah. yeah they, got, uh, they got their ghost team, the Unholy Rollers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was some kind of like, uh, I don't know, phantasm, like, uh, you know, uh, competition or something. I don't know, but we were all pretty wrecked. And, and uh, that was the, the last, you know, real, uh, uh, there was other things that went on in that house, but it kind of chilled out once my parents finalized their divorce. And then we started grieving about my grandpa and everything. You know, there was a lot of, like, energy in that house that was just based off of all the trauma that had occurred there. So, right. and, so no you know, ball like up I in the told, attic? Like, you didn't find one? Yeah, like there was- you know, and it's crazy, dude, because that attic, like, you, we have a ladder, like a, like a 10-foot ladder, right? And you have to climb the 10 foot ladder and then you have to kind of hoist yourself like you know nobody that's not very fit is going to be able to hoist himself up another four feet and so anytime i go up there with my mom like she goes first and then i go after her because it's not a very easy attic to access and it's in the garage so the garage has a garage door and then it has a side door that's always locked so it's not something that someone easily could access let alone like some rando like wandering up there like no fucking way and i'm telling you right now there's no way some person would just go up there for a gag right. you know like it would be blood sweat and tears to get up <laughs> just in that to attic crawl up. just to hmm. get in there man it's a and and what's crazy about that space is that you know because it's so high up cuz we've got like 10 foot i don't know what you know meters is but we've got 10 foot ceilings throughout the house so they're real high ceilings and so when you get into the attic it's usually like a sauna dude like yeah. you go up in leggings and you know a tank top and you're sweating balls within three minutes i'm telling my mom i gotta get out of here grab your shit let's go <laughs> and this time around it was like when my uncle came down and my uncle's like six, six, he used to play professional college ball. You know, he was, uh, he, he's like 300 pounds. He's a huge fucking dude. And when he came down out of the attic, he was like, I've never been up there and had it so freezing. And he, he had like goosebumps all up his mm. and down his arms. Like he was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but if you want me to like stay here and he ended up staying the night with us cause we were all so freaked out. Cause like I said, you know, two teenagers and a single mom, we were, we were freaked out, dude. Like yeah. it was just like right at the crescendo of our argument when we were all screaming at each other about some nonsense, this huge bang. And then we just shut up. <laughs> 
and then we just like listened to it for half an hour and we were like trying to figure out what the hell it could be and it was it was a wild experience for sure and my mom still lives there you know we're right next door the 30 second walk down the hill and we're right next door to a cemetery you know so it's not it's not that wild all things considered like and like i've i've told you guys before that that whole plot used to be old farmland and you know, back in the day, they just bury their dead where they could. So it's so not there could be ghosts, that crazy. ghosts popping out of the ground all over that place. Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not that crazy to think that you know maybe there might be a bone or two underneath our our lot. You know what I mean? Or maybe there's a, there's a graveyard there, and so you know the ghosts are just using your attic as a getaway. Quick weekend, yeah, quick mean, weekend getaway. It's whatever, man. Like we're all pretty friendly. We're all pretty tapped into to the other realm. We've got a lot of respect. You know, we've all got ofrendas in the in the you know in the uh, old old world way. We've we've all got ofrendas to our our dead and whatnot. And you know, we uh, we try to stay connected to our culture. And even though we're less than half Mexican, you know, we were really raised around that that culture and that, that, uh, it's, it's just ingrained in us, even though we look hella white, you know, mm. <laughs> like it's, it's, a uh, it's a crazy thing. And we've got, we've got quite a few stories from that house. All of us. I mean, my brother, I've told him before, you know, he calls into you guys all the time with all these crazy ass concepts about, time and space and relativity and all that shit. And I was like, you should tell them that story about the time <laughs> you had a friend over at your house and you were talking to him. And next thing you know, he was like having a slumber party. You know, they were maybe like 10 or something. And the kid was sleeping on the floor next to him on the, uh, in like sleeping bags and sleeping pads. And right. then next thing you know, he said, Hey, like whatever the kid's name was, where'd you go? Like in a blink of an eye, his friend was across the room at the door right, so, of the bedroom. Right. So yeah, we we're kind of jumping around stories here. So uh, we're gonna keep, we gotta keep the lines rolling. Got a few more callers, but we appreciate you calling back. Yeah, those are dope. No problem, you guys. It's been a pleasure as always. All right. Thank See. you. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ghosts in the attic playing croquet. That's all I can think of. Yeah, makes sense. But Checks the, out. But they put the they put the mallets and balls back because they're friendly ghosts. Cl or tidy, cleanly, cleanly, cleanly ghosts. Casper the Polite. cleanly ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, another caller. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hello, how are you? Oh, we're doing well. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Richard. Richard calling from Alberta. I got uh, another. Oh. Uh, Cool story Richard. for you. The spook One second, let me put on uh, yeah. appropriate music. <laughs> All right, we we've got a spook hole soundtrack. Spook hole soundtrack coming up. There you go. I got lots of stories. I'll give one at a time. All right, let's hear. So em. going back to my last story about the house we lived in and the door that had the, the loud music or the loud uh, uh, sound and the light shining around it. Right. Well, my brother. Um, ended up getting in trouble one night. Um, us kids, rest of us kids were all sitting out in uh, the living quarters with my parents. 
and my brother was sent into that room alone. This was uh, one of the first incidents we have had there. Um, and so he was sent into the room alone, and it was dark in there. And he was in there for about 10 minutes, and all of a sudden he just started screaming. Um, high pitch, you know, talking a six year old here, it's a real high pitch scream. So my uh, parents went in, us kids, we weren't going anywhere. We were set right where there was yeah. a little bit of light. Um, my parents ran in, grabbed him, they brought him out. And when they finally got him to calm down, they asked him what was happening. And he told them that there was a guy in the room. So my dad started looking around and as before, the door is locked. And my brother kept saying, no, there's a guy, he's standing in the room. He was staring at me. Oh. And my dad looked at him and he's like, you know, okay, you, you, you can't be, he thought he was lying. He's like, you can't be lying. Like, you know, this, you're scaring everybody. And uh, my brother said, no, no, there's a guy in the room. And my mom asked him, she says, okay, so if there was a guy in the room, what's so scary? He said, the scary part was, is so random in dark. He room? <laughs> yeah. He couldn't take, well, yes, right? Some <laughs> random dude in the room. The scary part was being dark. He couldn't make out any um, really facial, like he couldn't make out too much of the features of the person. Um, he took it as a guy being a kid um, and just being the size of the, the uh, figure in the room. He said the person looked to be wearing like a long, long coat. Um, basically what you'd see in the old cowboy shows, what they wore, like those long type trench coats. Right. And he said the scary yeah. part, yeah, and he said that what scared him the most, and even to this day when he does talk about it, um, he's often said the same story over and over. What scared him the most of that uh, figure in the room was he was staring at it, and he didn't realize that he was obviously looking at the back of the of the figure. The figure turned around and when it turned around, the bit of light being cast in from where we were sitting coming into the room, that's when he could make out the guy's face. And he said the scary part was is that he only had half of a face. And uh, that's when he screamed. What half? He knew there was... Like a two-face half or like a just, just bottom one jaw? Side. Oh, just straight, straight, no, up, one the, side. straight up the middle. Straight oh, up dude, the like that, yeah. What was that, what was that show with... Uh, Jonah Hex? No, and the guy, and he wore the half piece. I can't remember. It was a really good Fan show with the opera? Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Steve Buscemi? Oh. <laughs> yeah, Steve Buscemi was in it, and he was like a gangster, like a, a oh, boardwalk empire or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Mm. There's that guy, and he had the half oh, face. Okay. Freaked me out. Yeah, he had the, like, the prosthesis. Yeah, was it like was it like half a face? Like it was dark on the other side? Like it was just in shadow, or it was, was like just, flayed was skin? Nothing there. Nothing. He said there. there was just nothing there. It just so like you could see the back of the head. Like it was just like there's just like I, I, like a, I don't like know a pitch, like, pitch black. So the guy half. had a whole like he was looking at him. I'm trying to picture it in my head. Like he was looking at him from the back, and he had like a full head. But then he turned around, and it was just like well, empty. He would have been, been about six at the time, so he wouldn't really like. He was just kind of. He was just more freaked out that there was only Terrifying. half a face when the guy turned around. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so my parents, that, that, my parents kept telling him, like, you know, you're scaring the rest of the kids. Like, shut up. Uh, enough <laughs> of that. Uh, but, but I love it. He wouldn't go back in the room. 
so when my, uh, um, like I said, this is on my grandfather's land. So the next day, uh, they were talking to my grandparents about it and they knew exactly who he was talking about. They said that they have seen the figure, um, be it half a face or not. They didn't say much about that, but they said they have seen the same figure wearing a long coat. And that, uh, one thing that they did confess to my grandparents or to my parents is that the land that they bought, um, when they bought it, it actually came from a gentleman. They didn't say where, what war he was from, but he was from a war, but he didn't return. Uh, the government reclaimed the land because he didn't have any family. And that's where my grandparents bought it off of. Now, the road uh, leading in there, it's uh, they're about four or five miles off the little highway. The road leading in there does have a township number now. But the old name of the road used to be called the Road of Eyes. Oh. Yeah, it's just terrible. Everything about it is just terrifying. Should it be Road of Eyes since you only had one? <laughs> Semantics. Right? Yeah, the Road of Eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's what it's well, called. Is the road of maybe eye. he's they, searching. Well, that's a weird, yeah. So we uh, my, now my grandparents we had also they had also talked about a grave on the land. Now they don't know what's in the grave. It's still there. Um, it's there's no name marked. It was just a little like it was just fenced off, and you nobody like everybody just left it alone. Eh? It was not too far off the main little um, uh, driveway that we used coming into that place. Mm. Yeah. Nope. Not for me. It's a whole bunch of hope. Whole bunch of hope. Like I said, I, I would like to go back there this summer and just kind of check everything out. I haven't been back <laughs> so long. Yeah, but. make sure you disturb as much land as you can. Just like get out there and just dig and <laughs> just, just yeah, just rummage through yeah. shit till you release some spirits. And or Maybe the, I'll, uh, it's like it's like it's like. It's like drilling for oil, but instead with ghosts. Like you just you just keep digging yeah, until yeah. you hit You're until you get them to come out. Try to find a yeah. a skull with missing an orbital bone and like part of its like frontal lobe, oh. and maybe you'll find a skull. That'd be pretty badass. Well, well I we do know where there is skulls um, back there. <laughs> what? There's a, yes, it would not BSing you. It, uh, oh yeah, just it the old skull pit. Nothing like old skull pit. Oh, you know what? It's all good. It, it pretty much is. What had happened is uh, there's a lake. <laughs> you take a left at the road of eyes there. The yeah, road pit. of eyes, and then you turn on road of skulls. Just yeah. go a little ways down there. Okay. You're good. You hit no face lane, and then you're you're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just that. Yeah, at the end of that road, there's a lake um, back off in the bush. It's a little bit west of the spook hole, and it actually used to have a sawmill, a little family-owned sawmill. And they had a virus or a plague go through, and that's basically what they did. At the time to get rid of uh, to, to keep all the, well, the I guess try and take control of the virus is the bodies were uh, buried under their big slab piles and that's where they were burnt. So when you go there, the like the some of the big slab piles are still there. When you go there and start lifting up lifting them up, you will find bones. Um. Yeah. No wonder this place yeah. is haunted. Right. No wonder it's, it's yeah piles of bones everywhere. Yeah, and it's from the family. Oh. Now, where the where the road got its name from, the road of eyes, isn't actually the, the word eyes that you would think. It's that was the name of the family that lived okay. back there. Okay, good because I was hoping it wouldn't get any more scary. Right? Yeah, yeah that's pretty fucking <laughs> scary. When I first when I first heard that too, I shit myself. Even though I'm three thousand kilometers away, I thought no way. 
But uh, then I found out after that it's actually the name of the family that owned the little sawmill. But still, that's, you know, how many people, because I remember as kids back at that lake fishing, and of course, we're wandering around, parents are fishing, and we remember finding the bones. And uh, like, I'm talking like, you know, I'm 14, 15, so it's not like I'm, you know, seeing something else and thinking of it as something different, right? right. Not like it's animal bones. You can tell it was, it was human, eh? And, uh, we, of course, our parents just always kept after us to stay out of there, and we found out after that that's actually what it was. It was from a sawmill. Oof. And they, they had a really bad virus go through. And- who deals with that? Who deal, who deal, is there an authority that deals with, like, human remains, like the discovery of human remains? Like, is there a, some sort I think of... It's still, I think you still do it to the coroner's office. Hmm. I'll have to look. Oh, okay. But yeah, this was back in I think I'm, I can't even I can't even give you a date one though. Like you, like yeah, I remember being young going to that lake as far as I can remember, and you'd never even know. You wouldn't realize that there was actually a sawmill there, other than just for the odd little slab you see, like the piles that were piled up around the lake. Ugh. But other than that, it's so grown in now. Like you go in there with a like you could barely get in with a quad, let alone a vehicle now. It's also growing in, eh? All right. Another, uh, another tale from the spook hole. We got to yeah. go to the spook hole, I'll man. Call, try and call nah. back next week. Nah. Spook hole. That's gonna, we, Odd trip. Yeah. Nah. It's going to be our History Channel TV right. show. Where is the spook hole? Live from the spook, Ontario. Ontario. Nah, nah. Yep. All right. Ontario, Ontario. Ontario. Thank you. All right, brother. Thanks for another story from the spook hey, hole. You guys have, have a good night. night. Bye. Bye. So just this piles of terrifying. bones around this property. The old skull pile. Old virus ridden corpses just piled it under your... I think you'd get it like as a some sort of like historical landmark wow. at this point. <laughs> yeah, the gates of hell. That's what it is. <laughs> Matthew Stafford is officially a Super Bowl champion. For nice. real? Holy shit. Yeah. Really? Paid his dues, yep. man. Did he, th- yeah. he throw a long bomb for the win or something? No, no, no. He just... just they, grinded the defense actually won this one, but... That's what I heard. I heard that their defense was going to be that. That was going to be the key. Well, it's a difference maker. Bengals had a really weak O line. Rams have an unreal D line. So, hey, well, there you go. Stat. Hey, you finally got it. The Detroit yeah. Rams. No, fuck that. Don't ever say that. Blasphemous garbage. That's not a thing. Aren't they selling shirts? Him, Aren't they selling shirts not. called Detroit Rams? They say yeah, Detroit. Is this his first season or second season with the Rams? First season. With the Rams. First season with the Rams. So it just yeah. goes to show. Yeah. Well, it, it goes to show everybody. Like nobody knew he was talented, other than the people who were in Detroit. <laughs> Everyone else. Lions. Yeah. And when they when well, they been him, I remember when they picked him, he was really good. Like they oh, knew yeah, he was, was the first good. overall. And then it's just like, guard. And then it's just like, well. He was never garbage. garbage. He's, he's no, I mean, he was, he was always good. I'm just saying the rest yeah. of the team. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You can't do it by yourself. All right. Well, I know. I'm just like, how do they get one guy? And then for 12 years, they don't build a team around him. They just, no, they try just bad I mean. drafting. Okay. Bad, well, we'll have a full on, we'll have full on roast of the Detroit Lions on another Cosmic Channels. But no, it's, that's, an, that's an, what, <laughs> it already happened. It's called the football season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hello. Hey. You're live. Hey, can you hear me? Yep. yep. Oh shit! What's up, guys? What's up? Who are we talking to? Where are you calling from? I've been I've been watching you guys since you were fucking like since you first started and all that. So that's cool to be on the uh, I guess uh, the live made so. it on, made it on the stream. We appreciate it. I know, man. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. So, uh, um, where are you calling from? Uh, Texas. Oh, whereabouts? Oh, whereabouts? Uh, Houston. 
Oh, the butthole hey. Texas. You coming up to to <laughs> the butthole Texas? You coming like up to it. Austin March second and seventh? Or se- well, like, well, thir- March fourth no, and fifth. I knew you guys did something in like California or like Nevada or something. I was gonna try to make it to, but I never did. But you know, get, I, right? You guys went somewhere. We're oh, going. No. We're going. I've been drinking a bit. I've been watching the Super Bowl, so I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. <sighs> all right. So, yeah. what do you got for us? Um. So we're talking about we're talking about like paranormal activity, right? Something Anything like that. you want, man? Any, anything weird like that? Yeah. Okay. So I have a I have a my wife's fucking recording me right now. Fuck, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a no. I do have a, something for you guys. This is fucking insane, man. That's crazy. I'm on the fucking thing. Anyway, um, I live in Texas. Uh, my Nana, I call her Nana. I don't know if you guys, kind of weird yep. name to you guys. Yep. But, I had a Nana. Yeah, yeah. So my Nana, she lives in uh, Montana in the United States, obviously. And um, um, she has like a big ass fucking cabin there and um, uh, in the middle of nowhere. And, um, the only like thing I've experienced there, like with paranormal activity, I've never like I don't really believe in ghosts and all that, but <clears throat> um but I I guess like for this one instance is pretty I guess it's pretty weird. Uh me and my buddy we lived in a town kinda close by in Manhattan, like an hour away. And it sounds kinda fucked up because me and my buddy were in a we're going to scare my Nana and fucking, um, um, <laughs> we're going to like take a, like a, a, a guy, I fly fish a lot. So I, I was going to take a, uh, line and tie it to my chair. And then when my Nana came in, we're going to pull it and like move it and scare her. I know it sounds kind of fucked up, but as long as she wasn't about to sit um, down and hilarious. then she breaks her pelvis or something, then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. No, <laughs> no, no. But, uh, she was coming home from like, some type of church thing and um me and, my, me and my buddy were sitting in the at the end of the hallway she has like a long hallway in her um in her cabin and uh my papa died maybe like like five six seven years prior to that and i remember like um i know it's it's kind of fucking weird i hate to say because i can't remember it my buddy remembers it like fully but um, at the end of the hallway, before we were about to do that, like we saw this, like this shadow kind of peek over at the end of the hallway and like growl. And which, which is funny too, because like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he's like, you motherfuckers, dude. Yeah, so I don't know. And then it kind of like fucking growled or whatever. And I didn't hear it. My buddy said he saw it. And, um, I guess I, I, I saw the shadow. I didn't hear the growl. Um, but I do remember staying there. She has a basement and in her basement is like, uh, she has like a, a gun case, um, or like a, you know, like a gun lock or whatever, like a huge fucking, um, safe with a bunch of guns in it. And in that nice. safe to the, to the right of it, there's something that goes under the, under the, um, under the house, um, under the cabin. So I remember one day I was, I guess I was sleeping there and, um, in the I space the under the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it, yeah. It's a safe, it's a safe in the basement and in the basement, there's a little closet where there's another room that goes under the house. Kind of weird. 
Weird, yeah. For like, I guess for like right. Nana, Nana's interrogation room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where they do yeah, the waterboarding. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So like, she I said, just I don't, stuffs I don't, you with I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I don't know if I believe in like, like ghosts or anything. But this kind of like every time I go there now, man. Like, I can't, I can't sleep under, I can't sleep in the basement anymore because it's, it's pretty sketchy. Um, I remember I was sleeping, had the TV on. Um, and I remember, like, I remember waking up one night and the, and it, it's going to, you guys gonna be like, oh, this is fucking, you know, that's bullshit. But I remember that the TV I had on, it started, uh, staticking, like static, yep. white you know, noise. like the fucking black. Yeah. Like black, black and white shit, you know, like started going on TV and, um, if you I tell me someone climbed out of your goddamn TV, I'm hanging up on you. I know, dude. Like the ring. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, not like that. But but it started staticking, and I I woke up, and I heard my basement door kind of like like open, like you don't hear the er like that, and then but that's about it. That's that's the the only uh I guess the only thing I've ever ever seen. So I know I know other people have some crazy shit, but to be honest, I didn't think I'd get on the. The call with you guys, but hey, you're persistent. You had to wait on hold there for a bit, so yeah. So yeah, you- I know, man. Yeah, I was watching the Super Bowl. And I was like, oh, I'll fucking, I'll sit here and uh, do the call with you guys. So, so wait, you seen um, you seen the static on the screen? You heard the door open, but you didn't physically get attacked yeah. by. Yeah, what? I didn't see the door open. I heard the door squeak open, and that's about it. And I can't fucking. I can't sleep down there anymore. Yeah, we staged it. Me and my wife were there and we staged it and all kinds of shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. But ever since then, uh, I haven't noticed anything, but we haven't been there for a while. I wouldn't go back. Uh, yeah, but hey, r- real quick, who's who's the medic there? Is someone a medic? Friend of a friend is the medic. Yeah, we know a guy. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a, f- a firefighter ENT in Houston, Texas. So I was. Oh, I just, dude! I hey, really listen. Time. Like, hey, hey, hey! <laughs> yeah, can I, I do Dan, a ride along? I was in the Marine Corps too, so I think Dan, you're in the Navy, right? You're on the boat. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So USS I was uh, I, I was on the USS New Orleans when I deployed in the Marine Corps. So okay, it's cool okay. listening to you guys. Andrew, but, Andrew wants to ask uh, if he can yeah, do a hey, ride can along. Can I do a ride along when we're in Austin? What's that? Can I do a ride along when we're in Austin, buddy? Fuck yeah! Well, I'll be on the engine, dude. Get on the pumper, man. We'll let you on the pump. Yeah, fuck hey, yeah, dude. Mes- if you want to come down, I'm I'm in Houston, dude. Well, I'll put you on the tower. And we'll put you all the way up in the air, dude. It's insane. Come on ter- down. I've done it. It's terrifying. <laughs> we had to go to the top of the, to the of the ladder truck and clip in and like lean backwards. Dude, yeah, pants. it's fucking insane. That's <laughs> horrifying. Yeah, dude, come. I know that was a weird ass laugh, but. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> I'm nervous, <laughs> but uh, fuck, man. Oh man, yeah, honestly, so cool. honestly, inbox us because if we're close there, I'd love to even just come check out your guys' rig and shit like that. That'd be awesome, dude. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, let me know. Uh, I put in the chat. I've, I've been following you guys for fucking like since you first started. Like my my favorite episode is uh, Elisa Lamb. I fucking love that episode. My wife loves that episode. Yeah, so. So, All right, man. Well, yeah, shoot us a, message off. us on our socials. I'd love to fucking check that shit out. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember messaging you guys, like, saying that, like, started Discord and all this. And, um, but yeah, dude, if you ever want to come down to Houston, 
well, I don't, Houston's pretty fucking ghetto, but. Um, That's where we're going, dude. We're going yeah, to, my, we're going we're to booked our trip. We're going, we're going to Austin. Austin. Oh, where no, are we going? Okay, Austin. 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 <laughs> Austin. I thought we were going to Houston hey, for some take, reason. Drive the fire truck to Austin <laughs> so we can take yeah. the tower. It can't be that far away. Texas isn't oh, that yeah, big, is it? Dude, <laughs> dude yeah. <laughs> I'll just take it down there, man. And yeah, you guys can fucking. Uh, just hop it on, <laughs> on the highway and bring it on down to Austin. That's right, time I'm yeah. people we've been going to Houston. But, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Fuck. Yeah, well, fuck. Dude. Same place. Nice talking yeah. to you guys. It's crazy. Like, love your podcast. It's cool talking to you guys. But, but um, sorry to waste your time. No, no, waste, man. Bullshit yeah, never story, waste, but, man. Nah, it's fun. Um, Thanks for the call. Yeah. But yeah, you guys have a uh, good day. I'll see you guys. All right. Bye. Take care. He kept telling him, like, hey, we're going down there. And I was like, I thought you just thought like they were really close and we could just like pop. No, out. isn't Texas huge? <laughs> yeah, I, well, yes, I think they're, it's it like it's probably <laughs> it's quite large. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was huge. It's a two. You no, know, I dude, I honestly thought we were going to Houston. I don't even know why because I planned those T-shirts, it, the Austin awesome 16 ones too. Yeah, the you thought it's the way they end the tin. They're similar. Yeah, uh, the same similar. Or Houston, syllables. we have a problem. Yeah, I don't mm. know. I'm also an idiot. So they're they're only two too. hours apart. They're not too far. I don't think uh, it's too far. All right, well, another call. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hey boys, how's it going? Oh shit. You in a spaceship? No, I, I apologize in advance. I'm a truck driver. I left my good headset at home. That's all right, man. What's your name and uh, where, where are you calling from? Uh, calling from Las Vegas, heading down to California currently. Woo! Nice. In city. What do you got but, for us? So, uh, I, I've got two options for you guys. One is uh, kind of a story of my grandma not leaving us the hell alone or uh, I can talk to you guys about Dugway Proving Grounds in Utah oh Dugway Proving Grounds what do you know I about am, it? I, I yeah let's okay. do that one so, but I am curious another time to hear about why you wanted your grandma to leave you the hell alone <laughs> but we'll, 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 we'll get back to we'll the get grandma. To that we'll get to that we'll get to that listen grandma enough's Beat enough uh, anyway, take yeah. your doilies and kick rocks. I'm not hungry yeah. I'm serious nobody likes Werther's Originals <laughs> uh, no, but let's do the Proving Grounds don't wait Proving Grounds what do you know Alright, so I spent 10 years in the Army, in the Utah National Guard specifically, and it, it's a major training area for a lot of the Utah Guard, uh, no matter what your job is. And there's some interesting things that I haven't heard mentioned about Dugway on your guys' show yet. Um, one being about 10 years ago or so, um, they had a major anthrax leak. They had to evacuate the nearby town of Twilla. Oh, shit. Yeah. So that's number one. And then uh, that was right before I joined the military. And then when I joined, one of my senior NCOs was actually a scientist on the base. And he was telling us a story of uh, came out of it because he lived on base, came out of his house going to work one morning, and there's just dead birds everywhere. Everywhere. Oh. And uh, the official story that the base put out was uh, that the morning dew, the birds thought it was water, and so they all dove, and that's how they died. Oh. But he said, he's like, oh, we have morning dew all the time. Like, that's, that's not what happened. Does anthrax spill? Uh, well, I mean, we're not even really sure that birds are real, so I don't know. Yeah, they're all... Like, yeah, they ran out of batteries. <laughs> they didn't charge their batteries that morning. 
Well, also, so, there's like you. There was a someone just sent us a a thing with a bunch of starlings that had just died too. Like, uh, yeah, I saw that. There's there's always kind of those kind of weird. It is a creepy thing when all of a sudden, even I to think, be in that I area see, would be terrifying. I think the uh, I think the main mundane explanation for that one was that like sometimes starlings can get caught in like uh, it's like microbursts. So it'll be like, if there's like a large downdraft that comes down, it'll slam them into the ground. Like it'll just like, boom, mm. like it'll drop down. Like it happens. It's yeah. It's been too bad, they can't fly. too bad they can't fly. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. Too bad they have hollow bones and like they can't. Army comes down and says, no, it, it, they thought it was water in the middle of the desert. Yeah, it's so, kind of a that's a weird that's a weird explanation for that, but it's yeah. probably like the only thing they could come up with on such short notice without Wa- trying to water. freak everybody out. Water, yes, right. So um, another thing is, I mean, so you can look on a Google Maps and you can find these weird. I I can only describe them as like cages that are massive with stadium lights around them. And I want to know what the hell is going in those cases. Zombies? Dinosaurs? I, I'm thinking maybe radioactive scorpions fight our war stuff. I don't know. But it's weird. How Just, big are they? How big and, are these uh, cages? These are big Jurassic Park type cages. Oh, shit. Yeah, dinosaurs. Circle. It's a good place to keep dinosaurs yeah. in the desert, though. I guess. So, Warm you around. There's, yeah. there's just so mm-hmm. many weird things with it. And then, um, it's the stuff that's coming off. up from the Stargates. They got to catch right. it there yeah. and keep it. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, so another weird thing with it is all over that base, there's, uh, you know, doors going into the mountains. I've heard some explanations that it'd be enough where they do chemical testing in there. So I don't know about those ones exactly. That's the explanation I've heard for those. But I've seen the doors. I mean, these are massive doors. So, I mean, uh, I don't know where else you would that. keep like some of the most dangerous chemical compounds known to man, like except inside a mountain. Like that's where you would want right. to keep them. <laughs> I don't but, know where but else you'd why put them. <laughs> so big is what I wonder. I mean, we're talking like airplane hangar type size. I'm sure they've got like vats of this stuff. They've just got like giant whatever. And plus, you've got like I mean, there's probably a whole bunch of like circulation systems. You want a whole bunch of like yeah. I don't I'm, think you no, want I'm like telling a you, really they're, enclosed space. They're pre- they're preparing. F- for the zombie apocalypse, and that's where they're going to they're gonna have to just storm in these big pens in the middle of nowhere. Tell yeah. Lure them in, yeah. And then, so, like, another thing that's really weird at that base, right? So, getting on that base, we would go in military convoys. And even in a military convoy, they still stop every single soldier. They will do a full background check. I've watched warrant officers get arrested on the spot because they had an unpaid parking ticket that went into a warrant <laughs> or stuff like that. <laughs> For a parking like, ticket? Yeah. It, it, like, it is just a crazy... Yeah, that's like... Dugway proving grounds like, no joke. That's, like, where they keep, like, VX nerve gas, like, all that shit. Like, they you can't... Like, you don't want people coming in there. <laughs> they can't pass a basic background check. Right. I, I, yeah, I don't so, know. I, I could believe it. I believe it. No, we spent the next two hours looking at these damn trying to figure out what they are. Huh, yeah. Yeah, if you can find where that is, I'd love to have a peek at those. Imagine they do have this giant yeah. holding pens, Jurassic Park style, middle, yeah. middle of the desert. Yeah. With stadium lights around them. Like, gla- oh, it's a fucking uh, Gladiator Games. 
Right, we can yeah, they pump like, all this. They hey, pump. Uh, they he found out where they, the location of the cryptid crushathon. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you found it. <laughs> Dugway premium there, there it is. Figured it out. All right, man. We're no gonna spot. keep it a secret, but yeah. Well, thanks, boys. I appreciate you guys. Keep me company and keep me awake while I'm out here driving at night. So right. keep up the good work. Yeah, if you remember, send us the if you can find those pens, send them, send them in, send the Google yep, pin. Absolutely. All right, brother. We appreciate it. Yeah. All right, safe travels. <sighs> Matt, yeah. The Crushathon, middle of the desert, Dugway Proving Grounds, Area 52. You keep just, all the fucking mutated monsters out there. Yeah, just let them battle under the lights. I mean, where else are you going to keep, you know, Wendigos like inside a mountain? Like, Safe, safest. Keep them in. Well, until they band together and uprise, it's like fucking uh, Spartacus <laughs> and you got a problem. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> Army of Wendigos break free. I am Sasquatch. Yeah. No, I am Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> all right, we got, time. We got time for another call or two. Let's bring one more on. Hello, Cosmic Channels. My name is Kyle. I'm from Cincinnati. Boom. One, I love you guys. That's how you two, do it. My conspiracy theory today is that that game was rigged. Uh, dude, that PI call was fucking yeah. so gross. Absolutely. I can't. Hey, listen, I wanted, I was happy for Stafford, but that PI, that was a phantom PI call. That made no sense. What's PI call? What does that mean? Pass interference. Yeah. But think about it. A brand new team in a $5.5 billion stadium that has no fan base, no real merch sales, anything. Right. The NFL needs them to win the Super Bowl right off the gate because think about how many fans and how many people are going to go out after today and buy LA gear. It's going to be huge. Yeah. Oh, that's buddy, that's nope. it. It's all a money-making scheme. Nobody even knew who Stafford was until this year. <laughs> He's been in the league no. 15 years. <laughs> yeah. 13. Yeah. 13? Yeah. But no, I hate and all of a sudden they have the cap space for fucking Vaughn Miller and OBJ to add during the season. Two of the best at their they're positions. Like, like it's fuck. They're fifteen million over their cap. Yeah, that's fine. Well, this sounds like a Tampa Bay Lightning situation of last year. Well, I have Tampa Bay, Bu Tampa Bay Buccaneers of the last year. Same I, thing. I'm like, pretty sure you can make the team. case that most sports professional sports franchises are money making schemes. Well, I mean, they got to make money, but some of them. But it's how they win. It's how, yeah. I don't know. I've been, I've been fucking. I think they've been fixing games for years. I've been banging that table for a long time. No, how do they? Fi you fix them by the paying money, off though. the refs? You think is that the biggest thing? I mean, I think I you fix them by the making refs. the schedules in favor. Go ahead, dude. Sorry. No, they're not paying anyone off that low level. That's high up. Yeah, but how do they control? The I think they just make the a decision. They're just like this year, whatever. <laughs> These guys are gonna win. I mean, what and they're going to be like, hey, refs, like you get a on. cut of the whatever, you get a couple hundred grand in your bank account. There's been a few players that have come out and said the NFL's rigged. Yeah, I believe it. I, that's what yeah. I said. I was like, mo I think most professional, I think most like sports, like professional sports leagues probably are just giant money making schemes. But do you think that if it was rigged like that, that more players would eventually come out though? No. Well, that's what I mean. Concussions, like. Well, if it's rigged, <laughs> well, no, if it's rigged, true. then there's really only a couple ways to rig the game. One, you got to pay the players to either take the fall or fumble or whatever. You got to pay no, the no, refs. It's the officials, we just said, yeah, the the refs make the call. 
Yeah, but I think it goes this, even higher okay. than that though. Like I, I honestly think it comes down to to like right down to like creating the schedule. Like when you look at these schedules, like strength the schedule, you know, the worst teams in the NFL have the hardest schedules. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah, but then how well, do that's that- but that's not really. I mean, that, that's the same thing. that's stacking the cards, but you're not guaranteeing well, that I mean. cards like, going I, to. I don't think other unless the refs are in on it completely. You can't. I don't think you can completely rig it. I think they stack the cards Just try in favor and, of certain teams and push them for try reasons, and push right? push it one way, right? Like there's only reasons. Like there's a reason why only you know all these teams, 32 teams play in America, but there's only one. Uh, America only has one team. It's because Jerry Jones runs the fucking NFL, so the Cowboys are America's team. Jerry Jones does, but they never won the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, they wow. but they have a fucking ridiculous roster. There's cap space. Their cap makes no fucking sense. Like they've got two of the best fucking. Uh, whatever. <laughs> they've got three of the. They have three of the most high paid players in three different positions. They have one of the most high paid quarterbacks, one of the highest paid receivers, and running backs. I just remember reading an article that they were like, if you were looking, if you had a bunch of money, the best investment that you could make is a professional sports team franchise just oh, prints yeah, money like you need you need like fuck you like billions of yeah dollars. but it's like oil but these are like i mean the people money. who own these franchises have the the fuck you money and it's oh, like yeah. you, th- you don't think all those guys like hang out on each other's yachts and you're like hey so next year you know blah 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 this is you, looking like this and this is looking like this you know maybe we can uh hash something I mean, out here even if you if you stacked it in the way where you had a team with like uh you know better players and a favorable schedule and then it's like, whatever. Maybe the NFL uses some sort of tech where, like, when someone's playing, they can just tell like the defensive line coach what play the opposing teams were about to run, right? So you can kind of have your defense set up the best possible way. Like, sure, yeah, it's you know, like, you know, it's going to come down to skill and scramble. But it's like if your defense is set up the best possible way because you know the play and potentially who they're looking for, like. I mean, that's a pretty big edge. Well, that yeah, that's Absolutely. that'd be some big, big in, insiders there. But what yeah. if it was just uh, a few players? Like, what if they're like, "Hey, we're going to throw an extra ten grand at you. Give us a holding call." <laughs> oh, you need more no than ten grand, dude. Yeah, mill. Those guys are. I don't. I don't think. Crazy. I don't think the players would be in on it. I think it would be like the, an official. I, it'd be like officials and maybe coaches. the coaches. Yeah, like because those people are in there for years. You know, players can go yeah, out like it. They're like. That you I can, can see you what can the fucking officials make. Tear your ACL. You could like, you know, twist your fucking knee out. You're out with an injury, and they're gone. But coaches, uh, officials, around for decades. Like well, I think uh, those coaches for sure. But like the, the officials is fucking crazy. They make no money that you know about. No, uh, they all have fucking other jobs and shit. Like it's crazy. What was that? Hey, sorry, you just did the Michael Jordan conspiracy. Yep. I mean, who knows? That's the thing, though. <laughs> What if it could be anyone in there? Oh, you're on speakerphone, by the way, and everyone here, we're waiting to take a shot. <laughs> oh, dude, yes. Fucking get in. What are you waiting we for? Waiting for it. Let's go. Do you guys have drinks ready? Hey. Who day? Who day? Who day? I, I got the vape pen. I'll t- start with that. <laughs> Toast fucking Joey yeah. B. All right. Three, two, one. Go. Who day? All right, well, I gave you guys my conspiracy. Holy shit. All right. I might have drank a little bit more than I thought. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. So, uh, you, get, you get excuses today. Hey, man. Good for you. Well, I'm glad I got to talk to you guys finally. Man, I can't wait for this episode to come out so I can play it for all my friends. <laughs> right on, man. <laughs>
<laughs> hey, y'all have a good one. Yeah, you too. Thanks, you thanks too, for the buddy. call. Bye. Getting future's bright for the oh, Bengals, man. Open lines, Bengals. man. You can have uh, you can fucking talk young sports conspiracies. They got a shit ton of cap space. Like that team's gonna be scary for the foreseeable future. Bengals. I like the helmets. They haven't changed their they haven't changed their helmets for a long time, huh? I don't know. Bengals. Why would you though? That's a classic look. It's man. a good. I mean, That's it's a good really uniforms. Good look. Look. Fucking rad yeah. uniforms. Well, they're you. They just changed their uniforms. But the helmets. Oh right, yeah. The, the no, the helmets are. Yeah, those are iconic. You can't change those. Yeah, I think they changed their jerseys last year. Oh, they, what is it? Oh, the fucking the Washington Redskins. Are, no, sorry, Russian the commanders. Washington, they're the, the commanders. Commander, the Washington a, Commies. That's really yeah. really stupid. And who, how did that get through? I don't. Who who there didn't check s- that? Who didn't check that? Be like, hey, we're red and gold, and it's like what? Just like the Soviet Union? Yeah. No, Wait, it's Burgundy. No. <laughs> Burgundy. But it's a stupid name. I, the worst part about though, it's not even that. The worst part was they had so many cooler names as options. Dan Snyder's under a bunch of investigations. The, yeah, he's a, piece piece shit. He's, he's, he's a piece of shit. The Washington Commanders. That's a awful name. You could have oh, been dude, the, the Defenders. Had, like, defenders would have been fine. Red Tails, the Red Wolves, any of that red shit. Wolves, red Wolves, Red Tails. Cool. Yeah. What? I think Red Tails would have been fine. But I think they want I think they wanted to stay away from anything. Like I think they what they should have done. They should have done as a state as Washington football team. Washington football team. Boom. Yeah, I think it's better than Commanders. Definitely. All right, let's bring Washington one. commies, dude. Let's, let's oh, got, man, we got one more call for the night. Let's bring them on. Okay. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Chris from Denver. Hey, Chris. Chris, Chris from Denver. Welcome back. How y'all doing? Oh, doing, doing well. What do you got Good. for us? So I had a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a paranormal story for you. Perfect. All right, so this happened, it, it was relatively recently, within the past, like, four months. But, so I was up late one night. I was just sitting in bed, messing around on my computer. And I heard my daughter, she started, like, crying, but then laughing. So I was like, all right. So I grabbed a little baby monitor, and I look at her, and she's standing up in like the front corner of her crib and she's staring at the corner in her room and uh, she would drop down, start laughing and stand up and then drop down and start laughing and then stand back up. And then she was reaching out for something like, like and she was, she was reaching out and like trying to talk to something and grab at something like something invisible. Seemingly. Yeah. Because it's like, that's a game me and her plays. I'll hide behind something and I pop out and she drops down and starts laughing. And then she comes back up and then I pop out, she drops down and we just do the same exact thing. What? That's terrifying. Weird. I don't know, man. My kid does that. I'm looking at fucking adoption. She's having a good old time. (laughs) <laughs> and has she done that since? She, yeah, she's done it a few times. She's done it like loosely before, but that was the first time it was like super definitive that she was attempting to interact with something. And then Maybe she's exactly. done it, I'd say, probably like two or three times since. But that was the one, obviously, that stood out the most. Hey, maybe she's playing with Casper the cleanly ghost. Getting ready to play some croquet or whatever. <laughs> maybe. That's weird, though. Casper does one of the two. 
I don't but, like them. Yeah. Anything with, anything with small kids is... That one with y'all. It, it really freaks me out. Like, Because I'm, I'm like, what the hell are they seeing? Yeah, and I'm just like, are they seeing? Yeah, are they actually it, seeing something there? Like, super weird. It's like I was telling my wife, I think cats and children are the most connected to the paranormal. Yeah. I mean, Not my cat is, is constantly having a meltdown at three in the morning running from spirits yeah because they're legit cats are legit Bro, my cat follows me he like follows me into the kitchen at night and like stares and makes sure i'm safe from whatever the fuck's in the house he's either that or he's waiting they're waiting for you to die so they can pretty much just eat you i think I don't know, man. I, I got a kid and two cats, but when I bought this house, I made sure that the veil was extra thick. Like it was part of my like purchase agreement. So we don't have any of these problems. Double here. double thick veil. Yeah, like that's we made sure. <laughs> Triple ply. I had a properly oh, calibrated no, man, EMF meter. Kid, you might you might be sending it out. <laughs> awesome, man. Hey, well, thanks for calling back. Uh, we'll see you in Austin, I believe, right? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm flying out there on the second. I got uh-huh. a buddy that I'm meeting up with down there. He's from there, and then I'm gonna be with y'all for the weekend. So it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, we're, oh, we're, we're stoked. Be a hell of it's gonna be good fun. Time. Right on. All right, brother. We're, yep. we're gonna wrap this episode up. Yep. Y'all have a good one. You too. Bye. Boom. There you have it. Football is rigged. Dugway Proving Grounds is the center of the Crushathon. It's the we're, place for the next Cryptic Crushathon. Yeah, that's where the finale will be. And I like my veils thick. Thick yeah. ass veils. <laughs> thick ass veils, baby. Mm-hmm. All right, there's yeah. people on the line, but you know the drill. Fuck, Wait. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> As Zell said last week. <laughs> uh, uh, it works. Like, you've got to wait. It's over. You gotta wait, wait till the next one. Hey, call us next week. Two weeks. Second and fourth Sunday of every month. It'll be February 27th, the next one. Cosmic Channels is brought to you by Big Theory Productions. The Cosmic Channels are now closed. <laughs>